You are tuned into the Cooley and the Gang Show on Blockworks Radio. Good evening. What's up? What's going on? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm tired, yo. You sound like it. I'm tired, boss. <laughs> crack this. My water. bad. Water. It's crack it self, like a beer. Salsa water. <laughs> How y'all fellas doing, man? Can't complain. Good, actually. Good, actually. Can't yeah. complain at all. Troy, Nikki in your building. Who? My girl for Nikki, Aiden Godmother. Oh, she she got picked up. Yeah, she in um earning. Oh, okay. So yeah, long she I'm glad she ain't in the TSC. <laughs> yeah, I told her that. <laughs> Seriously, that's what we doing, huh? Social security talk. I'm okay, that's how y'all feel. <laughs> <today. laughs> Hello, everybody. It's uh, what's today? July twenty fourth. Uh, we are here. Uh, blessed to be in the building. Right. Uh. My great grandma used to say, "Blessed to be in the land of the living." Um, just a freestyle Friday. Like we don't have no guests. Uh, Mayberry won't be here. Um, I don't know where G is. Uh, so we just gonna kick it. I got a couple stories. I got a couple funnies up my sleeve. I don't know about y'all, but I got some funnies I've been seeing in the news. So. Um, we just gonna kick it today, y'all. Uh, the phone lines are open uh, for anybody that wants to call in. Topic uh, some to topic, about. something you want to talk about. Um, you want to tell us how good or bad we've been doing since we came back. Just be easy, cause I'm not in really one of the best of moods today. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm, my fucking feet hurt. My damn back hurt. What is this? Your period? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I pray. That's fucked up. You done? Look, I was gonna say what you was working in construction. Yeah, we doing inventory. I hate inventory, yo. Well, let me put it, I'm doing inventory. Mm. Let's put it that way. So um I'm just trying to get some shares out and um get uh the show up on the big screen. But um it's a pretty quiet week in the news, or maybe I just haven't been paying attention this week. I, I saw Baltimore County went back to um, no eating in restaurants. And that's the city too. Oh, the city did too. So mm. does, does that include still outside dining, or can you eat out? Can you still eat there, but outside, or is it just all shut down? I think I think the outside is still open. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we going back. We about to be on quarantine again. Y'all know that, right? Yeah. Everybody about to be back in the mm-hmm. house. They opened up too early. There, what, what is too early when there's no... Your microphone's right there, bro. I'm sorry, I was looking at the TV. No, I'm sorry. Selfish thing. What is too early when there's no cure or no uh, no vaccine? So what's too early? You eat out, you still eat My there, bad. but I was... Go ahead. I was like, what is that? So, I mean, like, in reality, when you think about the bigger picture, is this, this, is this life now? Yeah. Like they call it the new norm. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. NJ Rich says, what do we NJ Rich says, what do we think about Portland? What happened with Portland? What did I'm I miss? Not, I've been saying a lot, but I haven't been really looking. Matter I'm fact, telling you, like I've been I've been so far off the grid this week at work. Like this was one of those this was one of those weeks where the show and work <laughs> didn't really fit together. In Portland, I know I, I just saw an article real quick. Um the federal agents fired tear gas and rubber bullets at the protesters. <clears throat> Yeah, what they protesting, uh, NJ Rich? Help me out, brother. You know, you you another one of my stat guys. You know, post that, share that link, share a link to that article so we can uh, so I can uh, update myself, please. So was it in Portland? Was that the place where they was um having those people dressed? To, um, they supposed to be cops, and they was taking people, throwing them in vans and shit. Like kidnapping them. Y'all heard about that? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I ain't even know that one. Me neither. Hey, Big G. Hey, hey, what's up, man? What it do? What it do? What it do? <laughs> what, it do? what we talking about? What, 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 I'm for the bullshit today, baby. It's Freestyle Friday. Whatever you done seen, whatever's going to It's Freestyle Friday. The phone line's wide open. If people want to call in and cuss us, it's just wide open. Freestyle Friday today. I might spit 16. You only got a hot 12, for real, for real. <laughs> Go ahead, drop, drop him. I back you up on it. That's only tw- got, he only got, he got, got 12. <laughs> she going to be all course. All course? <laughs> so is the protest over Brianna Taylor? Oh, Brianna Taylor. Is that what it was? Let's see. I'm trying to view. It looks like they went on hunger strikes in name of her. Um... <laughs> I did see where they camped out in front of the uh, district attorney's house and all the, a lot of people got locked up. I did see that. So where was it that the governor got fucking like pepper sprayed or locked up or some shit? I think Portland. I think that was Portland. Oh, uh, yeah. Damn. You know it's fucked up when you fucking pepper spray or arrest the, the mayor. Like niggas don't know who they city governors and mayors are. Jeez. You respect that from the street niggas, not the police. Yeah, you can't put nothing past nobody now. And they've been going on. This is what day four, day five now. So they've been protesting for a few days now. Is it peace? Is it somewhat peaceful? Is no, it heck no. Oh, so is it rioting or protesting? It's. I think it's a lot of the federal agents are fighting back. Like they're really like fighting back. Portland is different than all the protesters. All right, I don't know. I don't know the story. I, I think I seen bits and pieces of uh, of something, but somewhere. I, I want to say it's Portland where they have their own little like circle or own little neighborhood where the police can't come in and out. And oh, that was what I thought that was Washington. Oh, that was uh, professor showed me that. Didn't you show me that? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was Washington State where they was doing that. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember the name. Of the, yeah, I did see that. I think that was Washington State where they was doing that. I know what you're talking about. They had that shit like their own little town and shit. Right. Right. And they, they could have no. The police wasn't coming in. They wouldn't allow the police to come in, and I would say like police station. They took over the police station right there in that area. Okay, and then like four people got killed or four people got shot, and they wanted the police to come and some other bullshit. So I, I don't know. Night fifty seven of Portland protests. So they've been protesting for a minute out there. Damn. Colors. See what we got here. Okay. Yeah, that was in Portland. Where the um, federal officers and unmarked vans uh, was pulling up on protesters and throwing them in the vans. 
So they just all out acting crazy, huh? Civil unrest and tensions in Portland, Oregon, boiled over again Wednesday night as federal agents sprayed tear <laughs> gas into a crowd that included Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler. Yeah. So the the one thing I saw that was interesting is recently Marilyn uh, Mosby made a statement to uh, to Donald Trump because he made the statement of I forgot the the places that he mentioned, but whatever places he mentioned, he said that he was sending federal agents, and um, they were going to be. I don't know if it's the same thing as don't trying to do the same thing as they were doing in Portland, but. Marilyn Mosby said that they are going, if that is the case, anybody that's involved, they're going to be trying to prosecute them if they come here to Baltimore. She was saying that, you know, any protest that has been done here has been, you know, peaceful protests. So why would you send people here to uh, federal agents here to, you know, get involved in, in anything physical? Because it's never, it hasn't been that way so far. So what was he, I thought he was sending federal people for the violence. Or was that just for Chicago that was going to be for the So, Bible? So he, they mentioned like four places. I know exactly. Yeah, I know what you talk. I did see that. I'm about to email because that. Um, I was having another debate with some guys about um, should the federal government step in as far as Chicago is concerned. And I'm just like, and no, no, the conversation was, um, I think uh, one of their wives aunts or something was blaming Trump for the violence in Chicago. And uh, he would and he turned it and said that well it was more violent when Obama was in office. And my thing was it ain't got nothing to do with Obama or Trump. What about you know the uh mayor with the, the mayor with the high top what's the name? Mm. I, I think I need to be more political the lady, the little lady. What's her name? The that's even better that's even more better than the one with the high top fade, the little the little yeah. You talking about the lady from Poltergeist? See? No. <laughs> Lori Lightfoot. Mayor Lightfoot. 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 Mayor Lightfoot. I mean, like, I'm like, shoot, shit, that's a local thing. Like, I mean, first of all, Isn't she Trump Chicago is a beautiful state. A city. Chicago, Chicago state? What the fuck? City. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chicago is a beautiful city. I mean, it's good food. Um, I've been there a couple times. But, I mean, it is a little off the hook. But this shit ain't just happened two, three, four years ago. Like it's like it's always been local government there. Everybody just letting like if you just keep turning a blind eye, then shit pile up. Like I don't know. That's just my thought. But yeah, what, what part of Chicago did you go to? I was downtown. I ain't go. Uh, I ain't go to Southside. I ain't had no yeah. reason to be hanging out with no nigga hood. Man. That's what know. I'm saying. You need to go to the hood. Uh huh. Uh huh. Not me, boss. I don't even go to I don't even go to the hood in Baltimore no more. Mm-mm. Don't I, I can't even go to Corinthians no more. Mm-mm. Well, I don't do that. That's not the hood. Though. That's not the hood though. She, she. Corinthians? <laughs> Corinthians ain't the hood. Got them Indian boys in there. You know what? I haven't been in there since uh, new management took over though. Oh, uh, why? Right. I think I was there. <clears throat> I've been probably one time before. I was there one time after the new management, and I haven't been since the whole COVID shit. Well, I don't know. So I did see a couple of good stories this week. One of them really got me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of them really got me. What about y'all? Before I before I share my little story, anything that 
Right, the same story with the girl that had the motherfucking uh, uh lit the car on fire. Yeah. Oh, oh that was funny. On? Huh? That was funny. You back on her or? So, yeah. so I saw two things. You sent some. Hey, you sent me. I, I sent y'all a video where the girl set the fire and it blew back and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Had to yeah. take the eyebrows off. Had, no, had, she had got her eyebrows so she got locked up. She got locked up. Yeah. She, mm-hmm. She had her yeah, fuck her, fuck her eyebrows. She took the first level, the first surface of her skin off. Did you see that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched that. I watched that shit about seven times just to see if that I missed was something. Funny as shit, though. Like, how much gasoline did she put in that bitch for it to blow back on her? Oh, like too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> she ain't yeah. read the instructions. She definitely didn't read the instructions. <laughs> That's a no. I know a little bit of pee squirted out, yo, when that shit blew up in our yeah. <laughs> A lot of I bit of pee. We talking about a little bit. A lot of bit. <laughs> <laughs> she probably shit and everything. Everything. <laughs> yo, that shit knocked her ass into the car behind her. She fell on the ground, scrambled, got all that shit together. I said, yo. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't trying to leave nothing behind, though. I said, yo, that's some funny shit. Even the person took the video, jumped back, and pulled the curtains back. Like the files gonna come up into the apartment. This shit. She was thinking like this. She was supposed to light a match and throw it and walk away. She had the grill. She ain't never. She ain't gonna watch. Um, what was it? Um. Oh, waiting to exhale. She ain't watch waiting to exhale. Apparently not. Um. So NJ Rich, he said, per the article, the president vowed on Monday to send federal units to to other cities run by liberal Democrats. Those potential destinations include Chicago, New York, Baltimore, Philadelphia, and Detroit. Okay. don't specify the reason behind it. Is it the violence? Is it the protest? Is it because it's all black? It can't be a protest. <laughs> I, think, I, thought, I think it was the violence because I saw it after the, uh, the shooting at the funeral. I thought it, funeral? it came after that. In Chicago, they shot up the funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shot up a funeral in Chicago. And um, or the funeral home, and like fourteen people got shot. Hey, you hey. in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was like in response to that. That's why I'm saying like this is like this is. I mean, yeah, you can send the federals in, and you can blame Trump, you can blame Obama, you can blame, but like no, at a, at a certain point, we got to look to our local government and just kind of be like, yo, I mean, something like. I mean, when uh, the professor and I were watching the um, town halls for the Baltimore city mayor, um, one guy, and I don't even think now he was even a uh, candidate. I think he was just on the panel, but he was a former police officer. And he was saying how some of the budget needs to be allocated to bring some of these older officers back in to kind of help with these cases. You know what I'm saying? Like the ones that had good clearance rates, like let them come in pro bono or private, like, you know, not pro bono, let them get paid, but let them come in and work some of these cases to be, um, yeah, just to be like, so. nah, nah, they, nah, fuck that. They coming in to get a check. They, you think they're going to really be work? I said, it depends. No, no I think it, the ones that had clearance rates, like they come, like they come in to get it, get it in. So, so like if they do it the right way and if they say, we're going to pay you X number of dollars for every case that you can clear, and we can, you know, what I mean, that, that we can solidify and clear, not just locking niggas up and saying, all right, clear, boss. Yeah, we'll get somebody else. Not no shit like that. But something that you can solidify and provide evidence on, I think I think that would work out. But here's the reality, yo. Yo, 
so I had a conversation with uh with a friend of mine a while ago. And what I was telling him is I was I was giving him a scenario about something that happened with me recently um, when I went out. And I was telling them, long story short, that you know, you really gotta, you really have to weigh your options when it comes to the younger generation now. All the arguing, you know, possible fighting, shit like that. You really have to weigh your options there. And are you prepared to really take it to the extreme? Because if you aren't, you, you really have to have to put your pride to the side and make a, a intelligent decision. And one of the things he said to me was, yo, these young guys today will kill you in broad daylight, walk to the corner store and get a half a half and a cheesesteak and stand outside like nothing just happened. So with that being said, yo, what do you do? Like what? What is the answer? Like, you know, we don't have see the 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 system has has got a good deal. They they've done a good thing for them. And what I mean by that is, yo, the people who will really stand up for their community that's older now, they don't have rights to carry guns no more. They've taken that away from that that older OG supposed to be generation. So. Them going out there and talking to these young guys and, and having a level of authority. And if things got out of control, could, could potentially um, protect themselves legally. Yo, them days is over, yo. Them days well, is way over. I, I could dig it. Um, and we've had this conversation several times. And, and I'll stand by it. The older guys that we looked up to are no longer around. This new generation uh, is more so us that they look that should be looking to, and we're not doing the right thing. Right. Um, more so the OGs that we had that would tell you, you know, you don't want to be here, you don't want to do this, go home, go to school. They're gone. They're old. They're our fathers. They're our father's friends. Shit, they probably some of our grandfathers, and it's just us. Um, and I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not going down there because I don't want to be in jail for putting my hands on some little 14, 15-year-old kid. Right. <laughs> and the kids that we're talking about, they're not, our, they're not our daughters. They're, like, younger than that. They're not our kids. They're younger than that. But these kids now are 13, 14 killing motherfuckers. Yep. You're a bad motherfucker with 14, with being 14 with two murders on your fucking, under your belt. Yeah. Um. So them kids just aren't, they're not re receptive of any information, um, the school system, I feel like, has let a lot of these kids down. Um, they're not required to go to school as much or go to school at all fucking now. You remember, we missed the first week. We, we could have been late to high school. We was late one day. They sent a fucking call to your parents' house or, or your parents talking about so-and-so was late, like, to That's school. Yeah. You know, my, my, my dad dropped me off at school in the morning. That nigga knew I was late. It don't make sense to call him. So it's it's a whole lot of people that that has that has dropped the ball for today's generation, me included. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm not. I'm just not going down there because I don't want to deal with the bullshit. And so I feel like a lot of people don't want to deal with the bullshit. I'm gonna tell you this. <clears throat> so, you know, I'll share this with you guys. I call Ike, and he can attest to it. I call Ike probably about two months ago, and. I told Ike, I said, yo, I said, you know, I was watching your video 
and I was, um, you know, really inspired, yo. I said, I really was saying to myself, yo, I commented on his picture, and I told myself, if Ike said, yo, Rudy, I need you down here, I was going to go. But I said, let me call Ike, because I want to explain something to him. So when I called Ike, I said, yo, you got to understand something. I said, I've been wanting to come out there with you guys for a long time. I said, but I feel like I'm a little bit different from the people that you you stand outside with. I said, with, and, and, and I'm sure everybody probably thinks that or feels that way. But I told him, I said, yo, my mentality about certain things is a little more, it may not seem that way, but I'm a little more aggressive about certain things than the guys out there that's standing there that's probably going to be like, yo, you should go that way. Yo, don't do this. My mind is going to be a little bit different with that. I said, but because I know what you're trying to do, if you ask me to come, I'm going to come. However, I want you to understand what you're asking, though. I want you to understand that when I come out there, I'm not coming out there like your ordinary 300 guy. And I'm not saying that that there's anything wrong with them or how they do anything, but I'm just not that. My mentality is not there. I'm still growing in a lot, in a lot of ways. And I said all that to say, yo, you have a responsibility, right? And your responsibility is to try to reach as many people as you can with the tools that you have. But it is unfair for you to put your neck on the line when you have a child or somebody else that's looking up to you or looking for you to provide for them to put yourself in a position of harm's way and fuck around and lose your life or wind up in jail or in some bullshit when that child that you have or that person that you have is looking up to you. You have to do it in a way that's convenient and works for you and your family, yo. Like going out there and standing on the, on, on the front lines, that ain't for everybody because some people can afford to do that. Like I told, like I told him, yo, there's a lot of things that people don't know about me. And the last thing I want is to be locked up and be in some bullshit and then a whole bunch of past dumb shit come up. You know what I mean? I, I can't afford it. So rather than do that, I'll do the little IG post. I'll do the little motivation post. Maybe somebody's mother or father or something will show their son or show their daughter or whatever, and that'll help that way. But for me to stand out there, I'm with you. I'm not doing it because I'm not with the I'm not with the smart shit. I'm not with the half slick shit. I'm not with nobody calling me dummy or bitch or none of that other stupid <laughs> shit that niggas do. Um, I, I, I remember vividly, vividly, Juan one day, I don't know if he was saying it on, on Instagram or Facebook, but Juan said he was walking his son over to the playground. When he got over to the playground, it was a whole bunch of guys over there. They were um, smoking weed over there and dropping blunts. And it was a whole bunch of cans and trash at the playground. So Juan said, he said something to him. He said the guy, the guy basically got aggressive with Juan and really was like, nigga, fuck you. That's basically how he carried it. Like pop quiz? Yeah, pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was saying to myself, yo, that is one of the reasons why I do not put myself in certain situations because like little shit like that will put me in a whole nother mind frame and put me in a whole nother position. And I don't want to, I, I don't want my patients to be tested in that way. I'm just not ready for that to happen. Yo, so I'm just not going to do that. Something like that. Like I take Chase to the playground and some kids is over there doing something stupid. And I'll be like, you know, hey, young fellas, you know, my daughter out here trying to play. I'll just go over there with that. And they look at me be like, man, fuck you, you old man. Now my daughter looking at me. 
I'm looking at these kids. What, what I'm supposed to do? Now I got to go slap a toddler, yo, because they parent- The nigga might come slap you. <laughs> Depending on how old he is, right? Yeah, and then, then what? And then what I, I got to do? I'm standing there, and now my daughter looking at me like, so, that, so that's it, Dad, huh? So that's, that's just what our family do, huh? We just get- Nah, you, you leave, yo. You leave. When you get in the car, you explain to her that- I could have fucked all 17 of those five-year-olds up, <laughs> yeah. but I changed my mind. Yeah. I'm a better person. She'd be like, Dad, you got to show me. <laughs> and you know what, yo? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. If I was in that position like that, I would I would have never taken my son up there. That's just me. Now, mm-hmm. some people might say, all right, well, you can't live like that. Like, I'm going to take my child wherever, and that's okay. But here's the here's the the reality. When that oppor- when that situation occurs and your patient is tested, what are you gonna do? What happens if they whip your ass and then whip your son ass? You see the little picture? You see the video where the dude jump kicked the little girl? Mm-mm. Yeah. So 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 yeah, you saw it. So mm-hmm. the girl. So some girls was beating up another girl. A dude come out of nowhere and jump and kick the little girl in her face. So apparently he's saying it wasn't intentional and also bullshit. No, he did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. So, I say the same thing. So my thing is, yo, you can do what you want to do when it's up when it's just you. When it's just you and you involved, okay, fine. You want to take that risk, you want to take those chances, go ahead and take those chances. But when you got a child yeah. and you got to defend yourself and your child, yo, let me tell you what happened to me some some uh some years, what was it about two years ago? Two years ago. I was coming from a party. I had like a suit on. A friend of mine wanted me to meet her down at Norman James. I go to Norman with, James. With good clothes on? Good clothes. God dang. Yo, she go to the bathroom. Now, she's she's the type of girl where a lot of people going to be attracted to her. So I don't know whether the dude used to mess with her, know her, or what. But she walked past. She walked in front of me. Yo, the dude stepped in front of me. And what he did was he made his body so tight that in order for me to get past I would have to push him on the floor. I'm talking about I couldn't get around him at all, right? So I'm looking in his face. His man looking at me. He trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. So right there, I had to make a decision. Yo, I'm even going to have to put my pride to the side or I'm going to have to get into a fight with him. And I, knowing her, she's going to get involved. And now the fight changes. It changes from me protecting me, from me protecting her and me. And I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to put myself in that position. Not if I don't have to. So because I don't have to, guess what I did? I stood right there and I waited. I let him stand there and be stupid for a second. And then I just walked around and went on about my business. Because, yo, you really have to be strategic today. Today is not like the past, yo. It's not about fight. It's not about, you know, a big bar fight brawl, people throwing bottles of shit and, and you go home. You might have a little bruise or a broken arm or a broken leg or something like that. No niggas getting killed, man. Yo, you well, on mean, one side. You ain't want killed. that man to wrinkle your lapel. I understand, yo. Get that, get that little lapel wrinkled up, yo. You just had to iron that shit out for three weeks. Oh. Nigga would have cringed your collar, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the thing about it. It's 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 older dudes like that that these younger dudes is learning from. And these younger dudes ain't got no concept of life, no respect for life, human, none of that. And they don't listen to shit. Like, you know, they don't even listen to their homeboys. You know what I mean? Especially if their homeboys did something different. Once it's all over, they sitting in that cell and sitting in front of the judge. Then it's like, you know what? I I, I should have. I I could have. I would have. 
but so it's it's the the whole thing is the the decisions that we choose and that we pick. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people aren't choosing or thinking or uh, or, or contemplating the the repercussions of their actions. You know, so like the playground thing. If I saw twelve niggas at a playground, I got my son. I'm probably not going up there either. Right. But if my son says, "Daddy, I want to go to the playground," we got to go to this playground. We can go to another playground. Daddy, I want to go to this one. I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm gonna try my hand. I'm going to the playground. I'm telling you what's gonna happen. I I, I gotta go to the playground. You're not gonna stop me from taking my kid to the playground. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure in the group of of fourteen or whatever, they got somebody's gonna be like, "Nah, fuck you, old man." I gotta keep put my son on this swing. We're gonna swing and we're gonna go the fuck home. Now, you know, it's like the white lady in the elevator. She see five dudes on the elevator. She like, mm, I'll catch the next one. Now she, you know, what I'm saying like, right? That's that's she the bad white lady. Fuck that, man. I'm not going looking for trouble, but if trouble finds me, then I'm here for it. Well, that's, something, that's what the difference is. Like, it's, there's a difference between going and looking for something and something finding you. Then when it yeah, finds you, what you going to do? The unfortunate side. You got to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the unfortunate side is as, as adults, we always have to take the precautionary decision as opposed to the children taking a precautionary decision. Do you remember like when you were younger, like you just didn't say or do certain shit to the older dudes in your neighborhood only because, not necessarily because you were scared of them, but you just didn't want the repercussions of the shit that could possibly happen between you and that person or you and those people. But these young guys to get today, yo, they have absolutely no fear, yo, none. They They don't care. They don't care nothing about who you were, what you've done. I don't care how many bodies you get or how slick or tough you think that you are. Yo, these young dudes ain't never even touched a gun in their life or hurt nobody in their life. They will stand in front of you. They might slap you in your mouth in front of everybody. All because, yo, I don't know who was with me, but I'm that, that nigga got a gun. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, he, he got, he, yeah, he got a gun. Because no, he's not, he not gonna slap me because he think he can beat me or because he's tough. He's gonna slap me because he know he can win. He got the upper hand. He got he the got, gun. He either got right, a gun get, or he got multiple people. Let's get some comments out the room. So NJ Rich says, I can agree with Rudy. I can't afford to be out there on the front line. I have too much to lose. I will support it in a, from a different direction. Uh, Rashad says, and then come back. I think he's talking about when we talk about the playground, you know, take the kid home, then come back. If I come back to the playground, it's going to be Swiss cheese, baby. <laughs> Got the Draco, huh? Got the Draco. Everybody, kids. If you ain't my kids, you're done. Lord, and plus, yo, niggas, niggas don't want to be looked at um, as a whore or... Yeah a clown or something. And my uncle said something to me yo, a long time ago, yo, and it never, I, I never understood what the fuck it meant until I was in a situation one day. He said, reason make cowards of us all. And I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> in one particular situation, right, as I got older, one particular situation, it was a situation where I came across a dude. He wanted crack slick. You know how they do. What you looking at? I ain't no whore, yo. You don't. So... I fell back on that, right? And then the next day I'm talking to my homeboy and he gonna say, yo, you was a whore because you backed down to that, from that nigga. And I'm like, back down? 
you know what I mean? I just saw the situation as a lose-lose all the way around. Because somebody, he gonna get hurt or I'm gonna get hurt. So I decided to use reason and fall back. But in this person's eyes, I look like a coward. And that's when that shit all made sense to me and shit. Like, oh, that's what that shit means. So, and that's what's in a lot of these dudes out here as well, is that, especially if they with somebody, and you say something to them, if they don't say something back to you, they're holding their homeboy's eyes, and they ain't mm-hmm. trying to have that. They ain't trying. And so they're going to react based on that. And it's like you said, in situations like that, it's, it's, it's a lose-lose, because that person will be willing to stand there, fight you, or kill you just to prove a point. It's a roll of the dice right now, depending on like it. When you when you approach any situation with somebody, it's a roll of the dice. It's a quick roll. Cause can't nobody take an ass whooping. I done had my ass whooped. I can't, but niggas can't take an ass whooping. Yo, we go to the playground and there's 14 people at the playground. Come get me. We're gonna get 14 other niggas and we going to the <laughs> playground too. And you know what? Y'all gonna be the only 14 with no guns. <laughs> <laughs> we taking you, we taking you, baby. We taking the professor with us. We taking the professor with us. Sit in the car. Hey, if Mike start you, running, I'm gonna tell you some funny shit, right? Now, now this was a long time ago, so if there's any uh, federalities listening, listening, don't matter now. Yo, the funny shit to me is when 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 I was younger, and it was a serious situation. I don't care how many people was out there, I was the only one with a pistol, y'all. And all in my mind, I be saying to myself, well, who the fuck gonna help me when these bullets are gone? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, everybody gonna be running. They gonna be running by there. You safe. You can save us yeah, one on the block. Yeah. yeah. You gonna let you gonna lay down the cover fire while everybody else. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be the one to go to jail. You are be like boys in the hood, like boys in the hood when they when they pull out the gun and yeah, shut up, yep. bitch. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tuned into the Cooling the Gang show. Uh, phone lines are open 567-233-2684. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> feel free to call in, holler at us um, as we have enjoy our Freestyle Friday. Uh, there's no method of madness to today's show. So uh, how about this one? Terry Crews leads call to defund Pornhub. You black son. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you Yo, know why? You feeling a certain way. We, Do you know why? I'm going to read. I'm going to read. But you like, you like titles. You just like the titles. I did. I did. I, like, I, I, I love the headline on that one. So while activists and organizations like Black Lives Matter are fighting to defund the police, actor Terry Crews has decided to instead take a stance against Pornhub. Controversial entertainer who is no stranger to making headlines with it for his views is making waves once again as he posted a tweet Tuesday, and this was not this Tuesday, it was last week. Uh, defund Pornhub. So while on the surface, Cruz's message had good and in, good intentions, his followers quickly pointed out the Pornhub isn't publicly funded. Now, Terry Cruz had a very, very bad addiction. Am I correct? Yeah, I think didn't he? Yeah, he had a bad porn and, addiction. Um, the little um, church dude. Yeah, he had a... Who's the church dude? Kirk Franklin. Oh, 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 Lord, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had one, too. God's people. God's property. Wait a minute. So because they had an addiction, they don't... They want to defund Pornhub. All right, so... He's a hater. So he is a hater. This. I don't know... I don't know 
his particular reasons. But so something came up recently um, that was talking about Pornhub, talking about all the porno sites, really. And first of all, first things first, I mean, without getting real deep and technical and all that shit, yo. <laughs> yo, porno, for real, no bullshit. Have you ever wondered why porno, porno is free when they could be making millions of dollars by charging people, yo? Yo, porno does something to your to, to you as a person, male and female, that fucks with you as far as um, your mental is concerned. I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% positive on that. That's number one. Number two, the other thing came up recently is that some of those women that are on there are part of sex trafficking organizations. Some of them are little girls and they have no way of regulating who is posting what on there and where that stuff is coming from. So because it came out and it was, it was, it was, it was also posted that some of the things they know about, but they haven't taken off. And it was one in particular, I can't think of what it was, but it was one um, user in particular that was posting little kids, little girls, and they were keeping that on there. It wasn't until it got exposed that they took it off or they weren't allowing it. But I don't know about the defunding part or really what the answer is, but um, yeah, you know, when it comes to when it comes to stuff like that, man, there's a whole lot of underground shit that's happening. Have you ever wondered? Now, I'm sure we, we're all adults here. I'm sure you've you've watched porno before. Have you ever wondered why there are certain right certain scenes? <laughs> there are certain scenes that you've seen, and you had to be saying to yourself, like, yo, this shit just seems strange to me, yo. Like this shit don't seem right. Yo, the shit might have been a scenario just like I just said. The person could have been an unwilling participant or it could have been somebody that was underage. You just couldn't recognize the age because of the scenario. Um, I can dig all of that. Um, I like Pornhub. Um, you want, me to, want me to read his quote? I like X yeah, videos we, personally, but... X videos is pretty good too. Um, <laughs> hold on, before you read the, before you read the quote... Um, I do believe that a lot of the shit that goes on sexually should be regulated. There's no way to really regulate the shit that's being posted or the shit that's being done. Yeah, yeah, um, regulate the internet. Right. That that's the only fucked up thing about it. So you talking about defunding Pornhub? You got so much shit out here, and sex sells. So now you got people doing fan only pages, which now you got to pay for. Um, like some of that shit is just things that people like. If you like to get fucked in the butt, that's your, that's you. If you want to pay to watch somebody get fucked in the butt, that's you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have the option to do whatever it is that you want to do or see. Um, but I don't think Pornhub is something that is that major to be talking about defunding Pornhub. So fuck you, Terry Crews, and <laughs> all of that. So Terry said the virus and the quarantine has really brought the porn corporations out and they're giving this stuff away in an attempt to get you hooked. So let's talk about it. Some people don't even think you can be addicted to pornography. Well, you definitely can't be. I think at a certain point in time in my life, I realized like, yo, I'm looking at this shit too much. But I but I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's so much being addicted to porn. 
pornography. I think it's more so when if you're watching porn and you got a woman and you would rather watch porn than fuck your mate, then you got a problem. You need to go to counseling. That ain't got nothing to do with porn or any of that shit. You just got a problem, you know? You got a, a fresh, hot, smoking... And she don't got to be smoking, but she got a fresh, warm vagina laying next to you, and you would rather go get that warm baby oil or lotion. <laughs> nah, that, that's you, buddy. That's you. That's not for uh, or X video. One Terry Cruz just said some other shit too. Something happened um at a Tom Cruise party or something. Where some dude I'm ran up on him and grabbed his crotch or something. Gay, because it was like yeah. somebody grabbed his well, <laughs> and grabbed his man man part. And... When they was talking about that whole Me Too movie, <clears throat> yeah. Terry Cruz said it was a producer or something that was big in Hollywood. He was sitting there with his wife, and he said the dude reached down and grabbed his his uh. His man's. His uh, wee wee. So so and then somebody got so that party over. Somebody got to die then, right? I, I'm sure now. He didn't do well, yeah, this is what he said. What he said was, what you gotta understand about Hollywood is a lot of those people that are in big positions are bisexual or gay or whatever they are. And if he would have made a scene or if he would have said anything about it, he would never be able to work in Hollywood again. Hmm. He would have been blackballed. So he made the decision. To allow them to do that to him, um, just so, the so he price can stay. of fame is letting another man grab your package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not acting no more. I, I'm not acting no more. I, I do like fucking football or something or porn. I'm not acting in Hollywood. After <laughs> shit, he got like he that. got lucky. Motherfucker might have pushed him over the desk and shit if it wasn't if it was a different scenario. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, what would he do at that point in this in a situation like that? How far would you let him go? Sir? <laughs> Yeah, you know. Then you gotta look. Was he at the wrong party? Now, if you at the wrong party, if you at one, if you at a swingers party, you didn't realize, and then somebody do that. Now you can't bash his face in. You want to, but you you fucked up. You came to the wrong party. You didn't surveil the room to see what the fuck was going on. I don't know, Mike. I don't know, Mike. I can't. I can't call that one. You and Shannon go to a cook. You and Shannon go to a barbecue, and some man rub your meat, and he ain't talking about the shit he put on the grill. Nah, oh, no, you gotta, you gotta, not over. Yeah, you gotta fuck somebody up. It's not a matter of whether you went to the wrong cookout, my nigga. You just, yeah, he I, got a problem. I, I don't promote domestic violence, but I might look at Shannon a little funny yeah. that she oh, might got because she invited me to the goddamn cookout. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, she everybody. told the man, she told the man that she was with it. <laughs> yeah. After something like that, if Shannon invited me to that cookout, everybody is a suspect after that. You like, that man touched me, now you a suspect. Too. I'm gonna whoop his ass, and then I'm gonna really look at you kind of strange. Like, okay, now what was going on? Now I ain't never. You don't invite me to shit. Invite me to shit. Cool in the gang and fuck it. Don't invite me nowhere. Ain't my family. I ain't going. Mm, mm, yo, but no Hollywood, yo, it will put you it'll it'll put you in a pickle. Mm. No pun intended. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. That's mm. something in Terry Cruz. But that's just like off the wrong vibes. That's why that yeah. man grabbed him reach over and grabbed. But that's yeah. just like what Rudy said that the professor, that's just like what you always say about um it remind me of the Chris Rock thing. Like Chris Rock couldn't turn down doing the Emmys because he needed a check. Mm-hmm. So right. Terry Crews couldn't. It was his, it's his livelihood. That was his livelihood. Like, 
he had to take one for the team. But the question is, how far do you sacrifice, you know, who you are and what you feel um, just for for a check on opportunity? Um, And I'm sure he's not the only one. Um, You know, there's numerous of conversations of people, even in the rap industry, that have been involved in scenarios like that or situations like that. What they were saying something about um, was it was it were they were they saying that about Quincy Jones or they were saying that about uh, yeah, Quincy Jones? It was who just who wrote the Pox or something about it yeah Pox or something about that yeah Richard Pryor right shut your mouth okay sorry. Quincy Jones. Nah, Quincy Jones, Quincy Jones didn't do nothing crazy, right? I thought he was talking about everybody that was doing crazy shit. Yeah, he did it with Richard Pryor, one of them. He, he was snitching. six, he went out like six, nine. He was snitching. <laughs> somebody, somebody in that industry that was big um, was was uh, doing favors for favors. You want this record to go out, don't you? You real big in the industry. Well, I'm going to need you to uh, come on in this room. Well, Richard Pryor said he had sucked a couple of dicks, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard definitely said wait, some wild wait, shit. Wait, 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 wait. Richard definitely said that shit. Yeah. Richard, no, that came out of his mouth. This show will be over yeah. at 647. This be, this be <laughs> yeah. 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 Every, Everybody knows you love Richard Pryor, Shorty. Everybody knows. But Richard sucked a dick, yeah. Wait a minute. Yo. Yeah, he, he said it. What, what, the Sunset Strip or Sunset Boulevard yeah. or some shit? Yeah, yeah he said yeah. he sucked a dick. That was the punchline. NJ, no, it was more than the no. punchline. It was more than the punchline. No. It was somebody. It was somebody too steep. Hell yeah! It was somebody he's supposed to have been having like a relationship with. Some dude. Now y'all just making white shit. man. Y'all just no, for real. I'm not. I'm not it's doing okay, this. Mike. Where's my? Yo, what they, but they said. What did they say? They said baby was fucking his artist, right? Uh, Cash Money. What was it? Yeah. Young brother said baby and put it up in him. I got a homeboy. I got a homeboy from from um, Louisiana, and what he told me is, all he said them niggas down there in New Orleans. He said a lot of them dudes down there are into shit like that. He said, "Yo, that that whole like um, forgot the kind of dance that that they call it, but whatever that dance is, there's 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 shit that be looking crazy and maybe." Falling on the ground and shit. He said, "Yo, that's some New Orleans shit." He said, "That's yo, that's what them niggas down there, the toughest dudes down in New Orleans. That's how they be dancing and uh, jumping all around and shaking and shit." Knock your top off, <laughs> Lord have mercy. What is happening to America these days? But um, all has the same thing like with Bill the Pill. All right, so what about this one? You just gonna cut me off? I'm sorry, build a pill. Black male techs defying gender norms by entering into a billion dollar industry. Have has anybody do you have a black male nail? You seen any black male nail techs? That was straight? No. Yeah, I mean don't say that they are no. they just Not black no. black He's men are DC, getting right? into the nail techs thing. Is he in that man that one in DC? That dude that you just saw? No, what's going on? You I said to him, you know, that's a so, thing, right? I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, that's Washington. It's always been certain, certain jobs have always seemed to me been for females. Now, I, you know, I hate to put, gender you know, role. a gender, a gender to it, but it always seemed like something that a woman would do. That's just like when you hear someone say, 
she, uh, they're a nurse. Nurse to me sounds like something a woman would do. Now, granted, it's a whole lot of male nurses now, but it just sounds like a woman. Like cheerleader. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, it, it, it could go either. It could go either way. Um, it's kind of weird, though. I don't know how I feel about my girl going to get her nails and feet done by some guy that's going to be rubbing all on her and shit like that. Hey, fuck that. How you how you gonna feel trying to get your feet done by this? Well, I don't I don't go get I don't get my feet done. I don't get my feet nails done because I think that's for women anyway, but that's that that's that's neither here nor there. Um, I seen a, I seen the Chinese male doing uh pedicures and shit. So so that's so that was my next thing, you know what I'm saying? So if 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 it's good for them, then why can't we tap into that industry and it be more black owned nail nail salons and shit like that? Yeah, if if, it's, if that's what it's gonna be, it's the same thing. If the Asians are doing it, the blacks we should be able to get in there and do the same thing. Because at the end of the day, the black women are going to these Asian nail salons. Why can't they come and let uh, Jamal instead of Young or or Wynn do her nails? Let Jamal do them. Well, the the gentleman who the article was about, his name is Donnell Atkins. He goes by Nintendo on social media. That's N E N one zero. DOE. I like that. On social media. He's 29. Uh, he was former Navy. Um, he was kicked out of the Navy for um, his addiction to synthetic marijuana. He came home, was trying to make ends meet, did a couple hustles, you know, did what he did. And um, he stumbled into this uh, as a way to make it as a way to make a living. Because women love women love to get their nails done. And we mm-hmm. all support black now, too. So right about now, it's the perfect industry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm take my, yeah, kudos to that man. You know what I'm saying? Smart move. He said he was kind of ashamed. So he kept it a secret. You know, he said he hadn't seen any black men in his neighborhood do nails. There's a heavy stigma that comes with it. And most decide it's not worth society questioning their masculinity. And see, that's the problem with people. It's like they worry about what other people think. Like if this is something that you into and you didn't already thought about it, start playing and are you comfortable with it? Fuck whatever people think. Go for it. So what it, what's the movie with Queen Latifah and, and the and the uh they doing hair and they got the black man in there and everybody think he gay. All the all the girls think he gay. It was he, he, he ended up hitting the white girl. Hitting the white girl. He ended up messing with the yeah. white girl. What is the name of that movie? I I don't know I ain't never watched it. Beauty t- oh, no. shot? Beauty yeah. or something? I think, I think it something is like beauty that. shot. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess if women can be construction workers, I guess men can be nail techs. Men are nail techs. It's just not black men. So black men can be nail techs if, well, if you know. NJ Rich asks, <laughs> they own the shops. Um, this guy, I don't think he owns the shop he's in, but I think that's the direction he's trying to go into. So right now, he's very popular. Like, uh, the fact that he is the only one, he's like a dinosaur, like, you know. Not a dinosaur, like um something that you see, like I don't know, like a fucking Get them coins, bro. Yeah, you know. If he was here, I would go let him do my manicure. One lady says she specifically goes to him because she had never seen a black male tech, and she brings her daughters pretty much almost weekly for him to do their nails. Especially if he's good at what he do too. Yeah, he is. You know they don't give a shit about that. If he's good looking, he gonna have yeah, a line around the corner. That's not true. When it comes to our nails, we don't play that. Oh, well, maybe you're right. The Chinese, the Asians, Japanese, whoever they are, 
they get they get the blues if they mess up our nails. He ain't gonna get no pass because he's cute. Oh, okay. We need from a woman's point of view. He's sixty dollars. We want this right. <laughs> Everybody that's in the room, please take a second just to hit that share button, hit the like button. Please continue to share our videos to tell a friend to tell a friend about the Cooley and the Gang show. The phone lines are open, 567-233-2684. Feel free to call in if you want to get our opinion on anything. Um, maybe you need some advice. Maybe we need Does anybody advice. need any dating? <laughs> we, we give y'all some advice. You know, we open for anything today. Um, but not no Hollywood shit though. Don't don't come call up with no Hollywood. We only open for real, real ninja, real ninja type stuff. What's Hollywood shit. Oh, but what about this? I don't know. I don't know how true it is. I don't know how true it is. I've been saying that all over the place though. What about um, Mike Tyson supposed to be fighting Roy Jones? Yeah, Mike Tyson that. gonna beat the Mike Tyson gonna beat the shit out of Roy Jones September fourteenth. Definitely, definitely gonna beat the brakes off Roy Jones. He gonna work. Yeah. He, yo. You think Roy Jones are not on his head now? He gonna beat the shit out of him. Roy Jones must be broke. Are they getting paid? How much are they getting paid for this? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I think. I don't think it's no purse, right? They posted what? this kind of contract. Oh, they getting some money. Somebody getting some money. They gonna. They definitely get some money because oh. I don't see Roy Jones risking this shit for nothing. Oh, why? Right. I didn't think it was a purse, but I mean, it's a, it's a it's an eight round exhibition fight, right? Yeah. What That's what I'm hearing. What was the song he had out? Didn't he have a uh, song out? Y'all must have forgot. That's what he <laughs> what? What <got laughs> whole, he, had, he had three songs or something, right? He had a whole CD. He had a whole yeah. album. Yeah. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> yeah, he got he got one with like the Yin Yang twins or some shit too. Yeah. But um yeah, Roy Jones gonna get his ass whooped. Yeah, he can't he can't be him. He definitely can't be Mike Tyson. No. Nah. But my problem with the whole fight was um, I don't want Mike Tyson to beat the shit out of this boy and then another heavyweight fighter come out and say he want to fight. Like, I feel like this is going to build up like Tyson Fury. It'll be Mike Tyson versus Tyson Fury for who's the real Tyson shit like that. I don't want to <laughs> see that shit. Yeah. Fuck Tyson Fury. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I just think it's going to be some bullshit that's going to come with it that I ain't, you know, I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's the crazy. I think Tyson gonna beat the dog. Oh, he definitely is. Y'all think he washed up? Oh, Mike Tyson? Yeah. Seen him? Right? He might be washed up, but he's still some people. Out that nigga bad. still got some power. Huh. So who put money on the? Who put money on it? On who? On Mike? On the fight? I put money on Mike. I put money on Mike. I will tell you this though, I'm not gonna watch it if it's pay per view though. I'm not paying seven dollars to see Mike Tyson fight Roy Jones. No, that shit ain't gonna last long. Yeah, this shit gotta be on like this shit gotta be on regular Fox TV or something like that. I want it on that. Netflix Netflix a live version. Yeah. They fuck around and do that. Fuck around and do a whole build up to it, filming it, make it a whole series or some shit. They're gonna sell it. They're gonna have all the old old ass people watching it. Sitting there looking, Tyson gonna knock his ass out, knock his ass out in the first round. Shit gonna be over like the old days. <laughs> that's that, that's yeah, that's not a good move for Roy. Roy Jones, baby, we ready for war. <laughs> Ooh, that's hot. Yeah. 
Man, who, who the fuck is that? Is that Daddy Yankee? Where the fuck that shit off? <laughs> that's my fucking Carlos. I don't think he wraps up a butt. Fucking Daddy Yankee in them and shit. That's the motherfucker from Flea Market that be flipping the butterfly knife. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm going to tell you some funny shit. Yo, years ago, I had a butterfly knife, right? And I was trying to learn how to do that shit all fast. What, that flip shit? Yeah. The nigga Darius said, yo, how come you can't do it fast like Carlos? I said, I said yo, because Carlos had experience with the fucking knives. I didn't. Man. Yeah, so put your money up. NJ Rich says Tyson has been in the gym. He is in shit. Yeah, Tyson ready for war. Like he, yeah. he ready. Tyson will come out on um Warrior Song. He might. He, if he do that, that's disrespectful. Hey, because he ain't got no stamina. He's been smoking too much weed lately. You ain't heard shit from Roy Jones. I ain't no telling what he's been doing, but I don't think he's working like Mike Tyson. When Tyson posted a picture of his signed contract, he had a joint in his mouth. Yeah, Tyson was smoking a lot of grass lately. Mm-hmm. Tyson gonna beat the shit out of that boy. He whooped Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm for that, but yeah, I can't do pay per view either. Though. I don't think I'll be able to do pay per view. I had to mm-hmm. use my fire stick hook up for that one. Fuck that. Yeah, they, they ain't gonna be able to charge no seventy dollars for that bitch. It might be a nineteen ninety nine type of shit if they do pay per view. Man, people been fiending for say, sports for so long. You never know what yeah. they might be able to slide by somebody right now. Y'all been watching yeah. the NBA, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this shit gonna work. I don't. I don't know if this shit gonna go because they playing the eight games and then it's leading right into the uh, playoffs, but they can't leave the fucking compound. It's like what happened when somebody get bored and decide they want to go try and find a little trick or something. I watched I watch a little bit of the basketball you get a treat. Yeah, I, I watch a little bit of it. It it as much as I want sports, it ain't enough. It ain't it ain't it ain't doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Um shit, I, I watch I've been watching the baseball games and the baseball game, I like baseball. I'm 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 all about going to the games and shit like that. But baseball ain't doing it for me either. I look and they got them fucking fake people, you know, posted all around the dug the dugout and shit. I'm like, this is a waste of my fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think the Dodgers could win it, but then they ain't playing nobody. Ain't nobody really playing. These motherfuckers are barely running. Um, I watched wrestling the other day. That shit was weak. I mean, you can hear, you can hear, you can hear them fought in the in the ring because it ain't yeah. no crowd. Ain't nobody doing shit. So. I, I, I'm I, I'm I miss the sports. I want the sports to come back. Like I'll watch a motherfucking snail race if I if, if you bet on it. If it's gonna be something that I'm gonna have to watch, yeah, I'll watch that. We can flip quarters out back. Shit, we chasing them can run down the street, my nigga, and I'm betting on Chase to run against the kid. Like that's sports to me. Um, I don't see it coming back no time soon. I'm 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 sad about the NFL. They keep saying, oh, we're going to have a season. It's going to start on time, this, that, and the third. Them boys don't want to go out there. They don't want to get sick. They don't want to get hurt. Um, I say just fuck it. Fuck the whole sports thing and just I'll see y'all niggas in January. Yeah, once you took the crowd out of it, it took the emotion, I think, from the players. Like, Yeah. 
Because that's what you're doing for. That's what you out there, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all about the crowd. You know, when they call your name and your number and you hear people yelling for you, if ain't nobody to fucking yell for you, why the fuck? I feel like I got to go ahead and throw this 100-yard this hundred touchdown and run this kick return back for 200 yards. I'm good. I'm, I'm going to sit home, boss. I'm going to sit home. Y'all heard about that um, thing that's going on with the NCAA? Um, motherfuckers trying to go against them because they want to bring all the student athletes back in, even though it's not going to be no school. They want them to come back to campus oh, and start practicing and all of that shit. Yeah, it's, it's all about money. Yeah, Everything's about money. They money, yeah. And that's that's how, that's the whole sports thing, anyway. NFL, um, all all of everybody trying to get paid. The thing that, that's scary, that's crazy to me is like baseball. These motherfuckers got guaranteed contracts for millions and millions of dollars, and they out there playing. But most of that money comes from ticket sales, uh, concession stands, stadium, all that stadium money and shit like that. Who the fuck paying this bill? And you know them always gonna want their money back. They gotta try to. They gotta get some. They gotta recoup some kind of funds for this fucked up season. And the NCAA is worse because they don't even pay their players. So. They don't even pay their players. I think California now. I think it's California or Florida. One of them is you know they talking about they have it in the budget to pay like student athletes. I don't know if they're gonna be getting like a hundred million dollars. They might pay for like your books or some shit like that or that type of shit, but. There ain't nobody gonna get no fucking money in their pocket. That's crazy. Yeah, it's all hustle. Hustle and flow. All hustle, hustle. Yo, I gotta get ready to go. Um, y'all be safe. Have a good weekend. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do. Um all that other bullshit. <laughs> all right, G. All right, big G. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Y'all be safe. All right, bro. All right. So, yeah, so it's it's I really think we're gonna be all back in the house soon. Like everybody's gonna be back in the house soon. I don't even be here. You know my boss make me go to work. <laughs> I gotta do something else. My fuck, no telling. Yeah, and I don't like working from home. That shit ain't for me. And see, I, I liked it at first, but then I don't know. It's something about your computers at your desk. It's just, it's just different. Like I don't know. It's just more comfortable. Everything is yeah. needed to be. Yeah. All that good stuff, yeah. I don't know, but so, so it is cooling the gang show. It's a freestyle Friday. We are just kicking, kicking it. Um, no guest today. We'll be back with a guest next week. Oh, I need to get that flyer done too. We'll have uh King Arthur on next week, and then on um August the seventh, we'll be talking to um Positive K again, and um. I don't know. We just take it from there. See how it go. Um, please don't forget our guest last week, Amber Ivy. If you have not gone to her site, amberivy2020.com, and sign her petition, um, please do so. Um, since the pandemic, I think um, they actually cut in half how many signatures she has to have now um, oh, because of everything good. going on. So please still show her love. Very, very, very strong candidate running for Maryland's um, 7th District. She was on last week. So if you missed that show, please feel free to go back and listen to it. Um, the phone lines are open, 567-233-2684. If you want to call us up, talk to us, get some advice on something, talk to us about a story. If you saw us post something, you don't like one of our, like, you know, just hit us up. We talk about whatever. Um, what else did I have on my little like thing? Shirt, what shirt? Thank you, yeah, thank you. Yeah, been doing this thing. What shirt? 
I, I mean, Troy got a million shirts. I mean, every time you turn around, you change the design, but don't only give us the old ones. No, nah, it's coming in bulk <laughs> very, very soon. We ain't get out 2020. Um. <laughs> we ain't get out 2020. 2020. Yeah. It's coming very it's soon. Which one of the new logos behind me right here? I switched it up. A little casual look. I yeah, one. I like that. Yeah, I got coming soon. I got to re up. Everything you all see here is for sale. You got your case on, you got your freedom. Freedom over fear. That's what I call it. Am I correct, brother professor? Yeah. Freedom over fear and CNT. Well, that's not for sale. I don't, I can't even get into trying to make those. But if you want to support the professor, you can grab your freedom over fear hats. Um, they come in flavors. Just reach out to him. And I need to get with you, professor. Um, tomorrow. All right. Um, so the Barbados is planning to let people stay and work remotely for free. Did y'all see that? Hey, no. I go to Barbados and work Social Security. Working from home could be about to get get a major upgrade. As Barbados Prime Minister Mia Motley has said, her government is considering letting visitors stay and work remotely from the island for a year. Motley said Jeez. lawmakers were looking at looking to introduce a 12-month Barbados welcome stamp. No noting that restrictions due to the coronavirus pandemic have made short-term travel more difficult because of testing requirements. Yeah, Barbados is set to start welcoming travelers from July 12th. I don't, well, I don't know if that's still happening. So, so if July I 12th. go, do I gotta stay for the whole year? I mean, they let... Yeah, that's a good question though. I wouldn't want to stay the whole year. I don't know. I would stay in Barbados for a year. Not a whole year. Y'all wouldn't stay out there for a year? Not a whole year straight where I can't come home at all? No, I mean, you can still, but you can, they, they will let you stay there for free and work. Oh, and... I mean, if I can go, if I can go back and forth, yeah, but if you say once I come, I'm stuck here for a whole year before I can travel outside of Barbados? Yeah, no, I'm not about that life. Well, NJ Rich hit us up in the room. NJ Rich says, do you think, he's asking us as a group, do we think that Joe Biden should select a black vice president? I think he should select some of the best candidate, black, white, whoever, that will really be for the issue, not just because of color. Caller. What y'all think? Should should Joe Biden select a black VP? Mm, it depends. Like, like Shannon said, the best candidate. So it depends if, if, if he the best candidate. Black or white, whatever. Or she. Yeah. Or she. Yeah. Because I saw somebody else had posted that, like, pretty much the his the way he could seal it is if he got a black woman vice candidate, vice president. And see, that's the problem. You keep thinking like that. Oh, a black person, or or it got to be a woman, and then you get a man because of the look, but they ain't doing. They not doing shit. Then you mad at him. You you picked it. If he select if he select a black woman, he's not gonna get an office. It's not gonna happen. Yo, this 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 you got you got to remember, right? You always have to remember how um, the good old boys look at things, and the good old boys is is gonna be uh, upper class white America, right? Mm -hmm. Remember, always remember this. They gave black men rights before they gave white women rights. All right. 
So with that being said, that means that black women are even behind white, white women. So it'll be a white woman before it'll be a black woman any day, right? Not to mention, remember how upper class white men really view their wives. They, they view their wives as people who are supposed to be in the kitchen, right? Or doing certain duties. Not her. So with that being said, they aren't going to allow that to happen. Now, I know some people might say, well, uh, that's why we vote. We vote for certain things. I'm going to tell you this. And I'm going to tell you this in the nicest way possible. As an adult, if you still really believe that your vote is, is dictating who's going to be in office at this stage in your life, I'm telling you, you're fooling yourself. If you think that um, the voting scenario is not rigged or they don't already know who's going to wind up in office or the odds of certain people getting into office, then you got to be kidding yourself. You might say to yourself, well, then how did, uh, how did President Obama get in? You might ask that question. Okay. Look at the lineup of the people that he was going against. Let's look at the, let's look at the lineup. Then you might ask yourself. Then you okay. might okay. Let's look at let's look at this lineup. How did Trump get in? Okay, look at the lineup. A white woman, right? They got a history, right? And a you know a little past. A, a, a older man. Trust me, this shit is always always rigged in favor of who they want to be. They don't even have to point them out. You got to realize something about, about elections and about um, decision makings. A lot of times we think that we're making the decision, but in reality, the decision has already been made and it's presented to you in a way in which you think that you have an opinion, but you really don't. Because they'll give you... Damn. That's Frank being smart. <laughs> They'll give you uh, the options and show you different people. But when you look at the people, you're like, damn, I mean, it's the only person I really can pick, even if you didn't know the candidates. They line them up next to each other. You've seen movies where they, where they intentionally line people up next to each other when they're talking about lineups. They line people up next to each other that differ so much that the, you have no choice but to pick a certain person. It's not by it's not by mistake. This stuff is all planned out to be this way. So NJ Rip, uh, yeah, let me go to the room. So hold up one second. Shannon, get those comments. Wait a minute. I got to scroll over. You're going to turn the mics all the way off so I can't talk. All right. So let's see. NJ Rich was saying um, that Biden said that it's, it's going to be a woman. Like this running candidate is going to be a woman. Um, he said that they said they're saying that he should pick a black woman because he wouldn't have gotten nominated if it weren't for black people in the first place. So I guess as a thank you to us, he needs to pick the black woman. Uh, yeah, that's dumb. And then 
he also said black women came out and got a senator in Alabama elected. Mm -hmm. I had to turn me up. You turn us down. So even if we come out in masses and and uh, uh, vote. When you talk about specific areas, like small town votes, that stuff in the grand scheme of things is not even going to matter when it comes down to uh, what's going to happen as far as the entire world is concerned. But when you talk about like the president, that's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation. Think about the people that we've elected for for mayor. Think about the people that have been been mayors here. Think about the different senators that we that we have had. Just just period. The senators that we have have had, and you voted. Everybody has voted for somebody. <clears throat> when you think about that, you realize like those people really don't mean anything. That's just like like uh, I had to actually look up certain information about what candidates. What people do what? Because in, in the reality, we really don't know what other people do besides governors, mayors, and uh, the president. Outside of that, we really don't have a good understanding of what other people's responsibilities are. We might know bits and pieces, but ultimately, we really don't know. But when it comes down to um, that presidency or that vice presidency, I don't think it's going to happen. If it does, I'll be surprised. Now, I will tell you this. The past two elections, the past three elections, I have predicted who was going to get in. I knew Trump was going to get in before he got in. I knew Obama was going to get in before he got in. And it's all based, it's all based off of the panel. Once I see the panel, I can tell you who's going to wind up getting in just based off of who's there. Well, my question, I was wondering who are the potential candidates. So NJ Rich shared an article with us. So we have um, Stacey Abrams, who I've heard about. She, Heard about heard about uh, Democrat uh, Georgia House of Representatives. You have Representative Val Demings, Democrat from Florida. Uh, she's been in she's been in Congress since 2017. She's a native of Jacksonville. Senator Kamala D. Harris. We've all heard, I've heard of Kamala. I'm familiar with Kamala. Uh, Democrat in California. And then also you have Susan Rice was the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations under President Barack Obama in his first term, then served as his national security advisor in his second term. So those are some of the names that are popping up uh, for Biden. I, I mean... And you would think just with the qualifications that it would be, they would be good candidates. But like Rudy was saying, things, things are still... No matter what their background and their resume say, they ain't trying to see that happen. And you see, it's crazy because the way it seems like, like right now, anything that happens, we we getting whatever we want. Somebody say something bad, oh, don't worry, no, we we got we take care of that. We gonna fire this person, you know. We gonna we gonna change the whole out like everything. So, I think riding that wave, people are trying to say, okay, well, let's get another African-American in office. And I'm all for another black president. I'm for a black vice president. I, I'm for, I'm, I'm all for it. But I don't want nobody just cause you black. Right. Like you gotta that's, be qualified. That's, a, that's the wrong mindset. Like that's like, and, and like, I, I like Kamala Harris. I, like, you know, I like her. Um, 
They said that Stacey Abrams was, I don't know a whole lot about I like her. I, I like Stacey. I don't know a lot about her, but I like Stacey Abrams too. The other two I had, I'm not really familiar with, but I, first of all, the Democratic Party, like, first of all, Joe Biden as an, as the option, like, first of all, <laughs> not my, not my pocket. I don't know. If the best the Democratic Party had to offer was Joe Biden, like, hmm. yeah. I, I think it's all downhill. So he definitely needs somebody. He need a strong second because he's not that guy to me. He's really not. And then everybody is on the trip of, well, just vote for him anyway, because look at our option. And like, you know, that's just the mentality. It's either or, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, Joe. but okay. So if you have two terribly bad candidates, but somebody has to be voted for, what do you do? I just stay where I'm at. But okay. So what happens if, what happens if the whole world does that? How does that play out? Then Trump get another four years, and that's what he'd be his last four, and then he'd be done. Can't do it no more. Can't do it no more after that. I'm not just going to vote. I'm not just voting for somebody just because, like, that's why I don't have a party. That's why I'm independent, because I can't get with the gang mentality of just because this is the Democratic candidate, this is what I'm going to vote for. I can't get with that. So I'll look more at Joe, see what his plan is. I'll keep looking at Trump, see what his plan is. You already know what Trump's plan is. <laughs> build a wall still? Can't build a wall during Corona. I don't know. Has he said anything else? Anything new? Anything different? What about Trump? Kanye? For president? Period. <laughs> oh, Kanye Period. having a bad week. I ain't want to kick a man while he's. He <laughs> having a bad week. It was good to see Dave Chappelle go out and mess with him, though. I think Dave Chappelle, like, first of all, I think Dave wanted to go out there without the heat. I don't think he wanted all that camera shit. I think he wanted to talk to him. Yeah. It didn't look like a comfortable scene when that camera came on. It was kind of like, he said, he tell him, first of all, it reminded me, he said, make, make us laugh, Dave. He said, Dave, tell us a joke. Dave, like, nigga, what the fuck? I'll just tell jokes like that. Like, I don't know. It was weird, man. It was Definitely weird. Some help. Yeah, it was weird. That's because, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just weird. Were I feel sorry for Kanye. Were you about to say the Kardashians? Were you about to blame the Kardashians? I mean, they, I mean, I don't have to blame the Kardashians. Their track record speaks for itself. Look, look at their track record of African American men that have come into the grasp of that family. It's really like the movie Get Out. Like. Like you done, That's what he said too. He said get out was made about him. I mean, look at Lamar Odom. Okay, but it's Kanye is Kanye is deeper than the Kardashians. He ain't been racist yeah. before the Kardashians. Look at Bruce. Bruce. They can Bruce. turn him Bruce. all the way to the Bruce other side. Like, no, Bruce was like that when he married Chris. Chris was just his beard. Chris turned that man to a woman. He was a woman when he met Chris. She was a beard. She was a beard. They, they had drove babies. Kanye crazy, they turned a man to a woman, <laughs> made Lamar Odom do crap. Like, yo. Oh, Lamar was a crack. What's it come? What's the dude, the, um, the other sister had? He an alcoholic now. Oh, yeah. Scott. Yeah, he an alcoholic now. There is something going on over there. Like, look at Ray J. Look, thank goodness he got out. Shut up, please. <laughs> Please shut up, okay? Ray J got his own problems. And we almost lost Ray J. <laughs> you don't need no Kardashian problems. When he went on that rant about Fabulous and called the radio station and the booty goons, we almost lost Ray J. Huh. Huh. Mm -hmm. We almost <laughs> lost Ray J. Thank goodness he got himself together. 
I'm serious. Like, I'm tired. Yeah, Kanye talking about he's been trying to um get a divorce from Kim. So every time he do the paperwork, the mother step in and do something that to uh, stop it. And um, he said he's talking. He talking about taking the kids when he go. Talk about the kids got to live with him. At, yeah, at this That's rate, not he, gonna happen. Yeah, at this rate, he ain't gonna be able to do it. Like, yeah, you need to sit down and be a little more quiet. Like, you know, like at this rate, he ain't doing himself no he favors. Mental. He was mental. Mm-hmm. You need help, and first step is acknowledging you need help, and not help from Dave Chappelle or any other celebrity. You need real help. So NJ Rich says. Pretty much, he's saying, "What about the federal judges? Because whoever's in office gets to determine who who's chosen for the federal federal judges." I don't know nothing about that. So I have two thoughts about that. I know everybody feels Trump is a racist, so he's going to, I guess, pick go that way. Well, I can look at Biden and be like, you know, look at some of the crime laws or things that Biden has been a part of that have locked up African Americans. So he ain't much better when it comes to picking federal judges. But I don't know. It's just, it's really one of the things you got to study. Like, and, uh, but it's going to be an election based off of emotion. A lot of people just don't care for Trump emotionally, you know, and Trump got to go. And he got to go. Yeah, he got to go. So they will put anybody in as long as it's not Trump. I've seen that many times. Anybody but Trump. So maybe Kanye. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. Kanye. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kanye I think if anybody work. was truly considering him, he just lost those votes. Yeah. Yeah, when he went when he went on his Harriet Tubman rant, I think he lost a lot of people. Yeah, that's yeah. He said yeah, Harriet somebody Tubman was recording. He knows somebody was recording. Yeah, he she didn't really free the he, he just to he, work for the white man. Yeah, he, he said basically she just moved him from one plantation to another. <laughs> basically is what he said. Dang. He definitely need help. Yeah, basically that's what he said. I mean, and it's crazy because the video I saw as soon as he said that, the girl that was recording said, okay, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> she said, okay, we got to go. <laughs> I said, damn. Too far on that one. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm one of those people that normally agree with a lot of the shit that Kanye said, believe it or not. But, but, that little statement he made about Harriet Tubman taking slaves to go work for other white people, <laughs> shit, I don't know. I don't quite know if I can agree with that. I don't think I can buy into that one. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I was trying to wrap my mind around it, and I was, you know, it was one of those situations where I was like, yeah, that nigga could be right. But then I was saying, nah, yo, that shit don't sound right. <laughs> shit, I, can't, I can't go with that. <laughs> Thank you for balling out my I can't, I can't like go he- with that. Like his first comment about slavery, he did not, I, I understood what he was saying when he made Me that. Me too. A lot of people was mad, that. but I understood. Yeah, a lot of people were mad, but I understood what he was saying with that. But when I heard the Harry Tubman, when I was like- What was he saying with that? Well, break it down for the people who still don't understand. He, when, that was basically when he was saying slavery was a choice. And basically what he was saying was, I guess like no more fight. Like after like after a while, it is a choice because you can fight. Like you had you did have options. You can run, die, or keep going. And of course, if you run, you could still die, but at least you did something. So after so, a while, you just a you're, you're choosing did. to be in. You just choose to be to stay in the situation. But is that fair to say about slavery as a whole? When there was a lot of people who did 
and it wasn't a choice. They they chose to get out, try to get out of it, and they paid the price. Some of them with their lives, except for the ones so that the, can, were able that, to get that out. You say slavery was a choice when there are people who tried to get. I understood out what he was saying. He may not have said it the right way, but I understood right. what he was trying to say when he said it. Did he say but it correctly? Probably not, but it's kind of like just like Trump don't say shit correctly, and, and his shit don't make sense. But okay, yeah. So I mean, but I I understood where he was coming from. Yeah, what I, I what what I had went on national TV and said it, probably not. You without know, without at least but not without not yeah, not without maybe consulting somebody first. Like, look, how can I or should I say this? And then if I see, a lot of the slaves ain't seen nothing wrong with it because that was their life. So for somebody to try to get them to leave where they, that's all they knew. First of all, you were like, born into it. I'm staying here. And so that's what I got out of it. And that's my dad. That's what I got out of it. That's what I got out of it there is that, okay, when you did have an opportunity to leave, you saying, what, what I'm going to leave for? Ain't nothing wrong with where I'm at because that's all you knew. So he's saying that those types that grew up in it and that's all they knew chose to stay. Maybe it was out of fear of not knowing what was forward. Maybe they were actually comfortable where they were, but and they were they were conditioned. They were already conditioned to those living circumstances. Especially, like I said, if you were born into it, that's all you knew. And it was some slave owners. It was some slave owners that told them that they was free, but tricked them because they trying to say, well, even though y'all free, y'all free from us. But other slave owners may. Get y'all if y'all leave. If you go leave. So y'all right. might as well just stay here and still work, keep your home, but y'all all free. And a lot of them was like, well, shit, that makes sense. I ain't trying to get picked up by nobody else. If I'm free here, I might as well stay here. So they still ended up being slaves, thinking they're free. Mm. Um, Woody, you was about to say something. No, I was just going to say that uh, um, my understanding about what Kanye said was that, uh, you know, just because you don't like the choices doesn't mean you don't have one. Um, so do, do you guys remember the movie called, I think it's called Blood and Bone or Bone with uh, Michael Jai White? That was on that. Yo, somebody, somebody brought that up last night. We was having a conversation. Go ahead. We put... It was a good movie. I never saw it. So what happened was he wound up going to jail, right? And when he came out, he wound up looking for or, or ran into um, some guys he had gotten into it with before he went to jail. Well, the dude that was, one of the guys that was standing there was like his best friend, his homeboy. And his homeboy said to him, yo, what did you expect me to do, yo? They was going to kill me and you. And what Michael Jai White told him was, you were supposed to die with me, right? And that's kind of like what Kanye was getting to. See, people convenient now, I'm not, I'm not discrediting the mental state of, of the slaves, but I'm just pointing out a, a, a fact. Um, people tend to get comfortable with things that save their skin as opposed to offering their skin up as a, a means to say, yo, this is enough. Yo, I'm not going to be a part of whatever it is that you're, you're trying to have going on. Only, only to find out that shit, death would have been better. Like you, you, you living in a circumstance that 
you don't like, you're constantly being mistreated, you're constantly being beat half to death, you're watching everybody around you get raped, sold, whatever. you don't know what tomorrow, what's going to happen tomorrow. If you if you remember back, or if you pay, if you uh can can kind of think about it, just remember how Roots was like, and that shit was probably really a mild version into the reality. Like, could you imagine living in that shit? I mean, that's 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 a rough thing, man. That's a that's a a whole nother set of things to deal with. But all he was saying is, yo, they could have died. I mean, that, I'm giving you the simple the simple choice. They could have died. Shit, a whole bunch of shit could have happened. They could have come, could have taken the guns away. They could have uh, overthrown the house and tried to fight for what little bit of life they had, you know, in that house um, or that or that land or whatever. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different options, but they had one. That's just like I recently came across and I sent that to you, Mike. Um, the guy that was talking about Haiti. Now I don't know how true it is yeah. or not. When he was saying that uh, the Haitians actually beat the French, but what the French did was they came back with ships surrounding Haiti and said, "Either you guys comply with our rules and regulations, or we're going to come back and enslave you again, uh-huh. you know, and kill whoever, kill everybody, basically, or kill as many people as we can and enslave you guys again, Thank which you. again would be just as bad." Mm-hmm. So what did they do? They wind up laying down. For all intents and purposes, they wind up laying down. And not only did they lay down, they're continuing to pay a debt. Now, again, I don't know how true it is, you know, but it it, it sounds really, really messed up. Um, but then you ask yourself the question like, yo, but why is it that, and I'm not saying, because uh, easy to speak about something that you weren't a part of. It's easy for us to say what you would and you wouldn't do because it's of no consequence to us now. But um, I just couldn't imagine, man, just just somebody telling me, yo, either you can put your gun down or I can come take it and kill you and your family. Well, I think that you're just going to have to kill us all. <laughs> Shit, man, <laughs> Shit, I... I don't. I don't think I'm gonna put the gun down. I don't like the options after I put the gun down. I put the gun down. You can do whatever you want, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I. That's that's kind of like what I what I got out of what he was saying. But um, I was talking to a friend of mine about that some years ago, and what he was saying is that Kanye has a habit of saying things, but he doesn't have a way to explain them. Like Kanye is very intelligent. Let's not discredit that. He's very intelligent, and he's a little bit more intelligent than the average person. Believe it or not but he doesn't have a good way to articulate his thoughts. And I don't know, I, you know, I really, like I said, I can't wrap my mind around the whole uh, Harriet Tubman thing, but for the most part, most of the things that he says, he does have a point, you know, when he's talking, for the most part. Well, NJ Rich says, Kanye needed help ever since his mom passed. I think we all yeah, agree with that. Yeah, I can agree with that. He also says there are plenty of slave rebellions that are untold. People were mentally enslaved and held captives physically. Now, I, there were definitely a bunch of rebellions. We've definitely seen them, but there were 4 million slaves. At, I think at its peak, I think there were 4 million slaves. And I mean, that's a lot of people. Like, 
But at the same time, it's hard, even still to this day, it's hard to get us all as a people on the same mm-hmm. page. It's hard, like we don't even have, like uh, organ, like we don't even have, know what we, like in our protest now, like, okay, what direction, like what do we want? Like, uh, like we just, it's just hard, even still. And maybe it's not just, it's probably with any race, but I only care about mine at this point. And yeah. a lot of that, would- ha- a lot of that has to do with, with something that we don't like to touch. Yo, I go back to a conversation we probably had, you know, during the beginning of the show. Everybody want to blame white people for slavery, but soon we forget that black people sold people into slavery. Let's not act like black people didn't play part in that shit. And I want you to really think about that for a second. Well, part of the problem is a lot of people don't know that. There's a lot of shit. people who are still ignorant. Well, don't want to know. They don't want to admit that. that, that I, I want you to. I want you to think about their own slaves. Just absolutely, absolutely. And I ain't gonna get into. I ain't gonna get into who I who I found out recently uh, may have owned some slaves, but I'll bring that up another day. I'll bring it up another day so we can have a good argument. All right. So look, um, but you have to think about something. We like to call each other kings and queens, warrior, all that kind of stuff. So you're talking about tribes of people who hunt for their food, who kill for their food, who strategically do things that were captured on their own land. Could you imagine somebody from Ireland that has never been into Baltimore City coming in and capturing hundreds or thousands of black people? It would be really hard for them to do that. Now they might get a couple, but chances are they aren't going to get out of the city once it once word gets out, and then they would never be able to come back and do that shit again, right? So in order for that, in order for that to happen, that means somebody had to give those people up. That, and, that, and that's just common sense. You don't even have to. You don't even have to really get too deep into it. Just think about it. You're not talking about weak people. Even when we watch the movies, the men that were on those ships. They weren't no little scrawny men. Mm-hmm. These men were nice-sized men. These men actually did things with their hands. They were creative. They were creators. They were warriors. How does how do some people come and take warriors off of their land? Now, some people might say guns. They had guns. Now, I want you to understand exactly what you just said. A person that knows nothing about a gun, see a gun, what does he see? A fucking stick that blows fire. That's all that he sees. He doesn't see a gun. We know what a gun is, but that's not what he saw. What he saw was a weapon or he saw an object that blows fire and might hurt or or kill somebody else or kill something else. But the reality is he was just as strong with his spear, just as strong with his hands. Somebody gave him up. Those kings and those queens that we talk about that were in Africa gave those men up. Maybe not all of them, but they gave up a lot of those men. Church. Yeah, that was the that was the only way I believe to make it happen. But so, do you all feel that 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 sort of mentality or? Oh, that's that what I was getting today? to. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. What I was getting to is that's why we don't trust each other today. Now, I don't I, I really did have a hard I really had a hard time until recently 
agreeing with the whole mindset that slavery is still embedded in us today or things that happened in slavery embedded us today because I've, you know, I've said it a hundred times and I still agree with it to a degree. Bill Cosby to me made one of the best statements ever and everybody criticized him about it. Bill Cosby said, we cannot keep blaming white America for our problems. And I agree a hundred percent. We cannot keep saying it's the white man and we fucking up, right? That's the, that's the first thing. Second thing. Um, I didn't agree that slavery was actually a uh, a culprit in why we're having the issues that we're having. But as I started looking at some things and doing a little more reading, what I'm finding out is we've all heard that we've all heard the statement of each one teach one, right? Mm-hmm. And in a nutshell, that's basically what happens. A grandmother teaches the, the daughter, the daughter teaches the child, the child grows up, teaches their child. And somewhere along the lines, there is a level of fear that is passed on from person to person throughout all generations, right? And there's a level of, do you realize that as black people, we really don't teach our children to excel. We teach our children to survive. Do you you realize that? We don't really tell our children about how to to really be great. We really just tell our children how to make it. That's, That's like barely scratching the surface. Whereas though people that are in privileged situations, they tell their children about how to excel. Okay, you got a million dollars coming to you when I pass, or I, you have X number of dollars in the account when I, you know when you turn certain age, this is what you need to do. You see how I go into the stock market and I do this? Or you see how I'm selling these houses and I'm doing this? They have a whole different conversation about money and about life and about living. But Along with that conversation, we go back to the whole thing of Black people selling each other into slavery. Along in that conversation, somebody's grandmother said, you know that so-and-so is the reason why we are here where we we are today. Yeah, the books are going to tell you that it was white people, but let me tell you what happened when the white people came to Africa and got those people. Yeah, they sold. They sailed the boat. They drove. They drove the. They drove the car. But let me tell you what happened when they brought the car to the destination. What happened there? When it happened there, it was more so. A, Here, take them. They good. Yeah, you gonna give me that? Yeah, they can go with you. That's fine. So NJ Rich says, well, I have seen some articles where the definition of slavery was different between Africans and what happened in the U.S. And uh, he gave, he supplied an article also. And that was another thing I was thinking. I'm like, okay, now I know there had to been some sort of deal struck to hand over people. And I was wondering, okay, well, what, how did that conversation go? Did it really, was it a conversation like, hey, look, give me five of them blacks over there. I'm about to run them across the ocean. I'm going to beat the shit out of them. They're going to work for nothing. I might not feed them. And and if any of them look at me wrong, I'm going to take their eyes out or, or kill the strongest ones in front of the weakest ones. Like, I don't think that conversation went like that. I don't think it went like that either. I but, think somebody was bamboozled, but I don't think it was all on the up and up. I think it was some funny business involved, but I don't I don't think the, the queen, kings and queens over in, in Africa knew, I don't think they, to that extent, knew that that was what was going to happen. I agree. I agree that they don't, I don't think that they knew that that was going to happen. But here's the here is 
the reality of, of, of life. There is nothing that is done that you don't, you don't find out in some shape, form, or fashion. And I'm not even talking about technology or no, nothing like that. There was something, there was something that stood out that made that king or queen realize that maybe we made a bad decision. There had to be, because you can't tell me that they came and they got the first batch of people. And when they came back again, that you didn't feel that something was wrong. You couldn't tell. First of all, if it was all peace and all love, why you come with weapons? You don't come with weapons if it's all peace. Well, right there, right there with what you said. Now, part of um, the site where he just sent me, it says enslavement as a part of life. It said it might be tempting to assume that African traders to enslave people did not know how bad European plantation enslavement was, but they weren't naive. Now, all traders would have known about the horrors of the Middle Passage or what live what lives awaited enslaved Africans, but others at least had an idea. They simply didn't care. Of course they didn't, because they were getting something out of the deal. That's why I say, that's why I keep saying this, right? We can't ignore the pink elephant in the room. White people didn't come and take black people. Black people gave up black people. That's what happened. That's how that shit went. Now I'm not saying that it was all that way for everybody. No, it's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when those people came, they got the cream of the crop when they first got there. They came and they asked for, for certain things and they gave those people up. That's exactly how that, how that scenario played out. And white people got the upper hand on the remaining of the, the people that were left. And, and, and again, I swear like, you know, and the shit kind of like gets to me because I want to believe that we are very intelligent. I want to believe that that we and I'm and I'm talking about people of color. I want to believe that we are um, we're able to think things through. But when you look back through history, like we was involved in some of the dumbest shit. Like we fall for some of the craziest things, man, and we still falling for some of the craziest shit. And I just say to myself. Now, how intelligent are we really? Like, we are, are we really that intelligent? Because, God damn, like, how does somebody keep pulling the same trick over and the first time? Okay, you got that. That was good. That was slick what you did. But the second time, then the third time, how many times do I get? How many times does this have to happen for me to realize that something is wrong? Like, this is not working. Like, you you you've gotten over now. We have to make, we have to come to some type of terms. I'm gonna tell you something Paul Mooney said, and I agree hundred percent. He said, Africans wrote us off like a bad check. He said, any other nationality would have declared war on the United States and came and got their people. They left us there. Bottom line, I, I don't care how we wanna word it or, or what you wanna say about it, we were left here. Black people were left here to be mistreated and die at the hands of whoever our captives were. But the reality is black people gave us up and didn't give a fuck about coming to get us back or what was happening to us once we got here. Because whatever the deal that was struck with them, they were they were satisfied with. It. Now people will act like it was something different, but it wasn't, it, it couldn't have been. See, somebody else brought up to me before, uh, when I have these conversations, they were like, um, 
I hear, well, you know, blacks weren't the only slaves. They were white slaves, Asians had, they were Asian slaves, like pretty much classism. Like, you know, there was an upper class, then there was a subservient class, but did anybody have it as bad as African slaves did? The Jews. Well, that was the Holocaust. That was after they slavery. Slaves too. That was after slavery. They wasn't slaves. They were just all gathered together, and massacred. Like there wasn't even no slavery involved in that. That was just yeah. Yeah. that was zero to a hundred. Like, yeah, that wasn't. Yeah. So I agree. There were multiple groups of slaves, and our definition of slavery slavery when we hear that we always think of something drastic. We think about beating and mistreatment. Slavery is is really another word for having someone work for you. That's the that's the layman's terms of it. We watch we watch hundreds of movies where people were slaves. They don't call them slaves. We watched uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. <laughs> A lot of those people were slaves. They didn't live like we live. They actually slept in decent places. They actually were able to eat. They actually did shit. The fucking one of the stars of the show. He really was a goddamn slave. Um, what was his name? The one that went to the Night's Watch. John Snow. John Snow. He really was a slave. Really? That's really what he was. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, he wound up being uh, a hero in that situation, but he really was a slave and treated as that mm-hmm. all the way up until that, that particular that particular moment. Um, but yes, I think just just based off of what I've seen and what I what I've read, I think we were probably the only group that was mistreated the way that we were. Um, you know, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. You know, it just all this shit just seemed bad to me. Like, you know, and and I and I play I play all this stuff out in my mind, and I just try to. I try to rationalize, you know, why the things happen the way that they happen. Why are we still going through some of the things we're going through? Why are we so mistreated and disliked? I know people come up with all these different theories and, and reasons why, but I can't wrap my mind around a logical reason why there are still white people today that don't like black people because of the color of, your, color of our skin. Yo, they had the upper hand. How the fuck you win, you win the goddamn game and you still don't like the motherfuckers you played with like I I, I I don't i don't get it like i still i still cannot wrap my mind around the why again people have a lot of different theories but none to me that really amounts to anything that makes a whole lot of sense um yeah yeah, yeah i don't know and ignorance i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this because i because i want to i want to start some shit though I don't want to have a conversation about it now. I'm not answering no questions about it, but I'm gonna just say something, and I want I want other people to go and look it up for themselves. Now we just talked about slavery, right? Mm-hmm. I read something um, a couple of days ago based off of us talking about uh, sem- um, semitism, right? Yeah, semantics. <clears throat> so it led me to look up something about Islam, right? Did y'all know Muhammad had slaves? I believe it. I don't doubt it. Okay. So there you go. It's a good conversation for you. Mm -hmm. Look it up for yourself. (laughs) 
Well, NJ Rich says we need to stop using the word slave to start and start saying captives based on the Game of Thrones comparisons. But there was a difference between the ones that were captive and the ones that they had as pretty much servants and slaves. A lot of them were females. Yeah. A lot of female slaves. They were more servants. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. All that shit seemed bad to me. All that shit same same. Fucked up. You you mistreating people. Um, they're not they're not sleeping well. They're not eating well. They don't know what's gonna happen from day or tomorrow. They don't know if they're gonna be sold to someone else that's gonna mistreat them. Or now, aside from aside from the selling, everything you just said could be looked at as everyone that is growing up pretty much right now in poverty or in in the hood. Absolutely. But the, and, and see, I go back to the same thing I said in the beginning. I don't understand why we still falling for the same banana in the tailpipe X number of years later. Like we still having these same conversations and in these same positions. I just, I just, I just can't, I can't get, I can't get my mind wrapped around it. And I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna act like I've been exempt to it because I'm gonna tell you the biggest, the biggest captive out there or the biggest um, slavery situation out there is if you ever get involved in the justice system. If you ever get locked up, I don't care what you think, you are a slave and you will always be a captive of the state. Always. Because what they have done is they have put a number to you and they can always put their finger on you if they want to, if they really want to at some point for something. Trust me when I tell you. So that in itself, if you've ever been a part of the justice system, you not just arrested, but have a record, take my word for it, that whenever a situation occurs, if they really want to put their hands on you, they really can. They have, and they can do it legally. And I was about to say- Modern day slavery. Yeah, and I was, and, and then, and, and a lot of the laws and everything that were put into place that leads to that were put in by Democrats. Democrats yeah. signed a lot of those bills. But was it the, the Democrats that was Republicans first? No, it was the Democrats <laughs> that was Democrats. The Democrats that 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 wanna that I don't know. First you know, all, you know what's funny, right? A lot of people love. Hillary and Bill, right? Mm -hmm. You do realize that Bill Clinton put in a, put a law in place that has had a, a immeasurable effect on people of color today. Communities, like, families, everything. Still today, they have a law in place that he started that uh, is affecting the black community still today. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You look it up for yourself. Mm -hmm. But again, it's even a documentary on. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's, and it's crazy because we applaud the small things. We applaud things that we really should be doing research and figuring out how it is how had how it has affected our communities, affected our homes, affected our our jobs. I went to a uh, fatherhood conference in Tennessee um two years ago or last year some, two years ago 
And when I was there, they never once mentioned incarceration as a reason or a record, a reason why they aren't, um, that a lot of men aren't in the workforce. They said that 5 million men are missing out of the work, workforce across the United States. And they never mentioned incarceration or record as the reason why. Now, I think that that's a part of the reason why. But the reason why they say is because men don't have the ability to gain family sustaining careers. That was the word that they used, family sustaining careers. And you know why they can't get family sustaining careers? Because they have a fucking record. So because they have a record, they are not able to get those jobs that are going to be able to support their family. So you know what they said? Fuck it. I won't be in the household then. So because I can't help my family, I just won't be home. Uh-huh. That is what is happening to our black community. That is what's happening in our black families. Now, we may not look at it like that, but that is exactly what has happened in our in our households, man. And I, and I swear, I just can't figure out why we still falling for it. I can't. Uh, NJ Rich says, we haven't changed our collective mind. That's why we keep falling for the same thing. I can but, that. A lot of people don't want to get on the same page. Everybody people believe, exactly. And they think, well, their way is right. Their way is mm-hmm. the right way. I don't need you to fix me. I'm going to do this my way. And they, they don't think they have to come together with others to try to get past it. They, everybody thinks they can solve their own problems moving forward. And that's they not thinking about the big picture. They thinking about their own small problem at that time. And you know what pisses me off the most about 2020 right now? There's a lot of injustices with the police. I agree, definitely. Um, I'm not saying it's all white cops. I'm not saying it's, I'm not putting the color on. It's just the police, period. It's blue. The color is blue with the injustice because we've all had our own incidents with the police, whether they black, white, Asian, Korean, Hispanic, it don't matter. It's it's the color blue that that the injustices are coming from. But it, it kills me because if you don't jump on that bandwagon with everybody and they say something about the police killing black people and you'd be like, well, and you start saying something about Chicago or something like that, then you get crucified for it. And I'm saying it because it was a, it's a group that I'm in. And the young lady posted an article about the people being killed in Chicago. And um, she referenced the fact that, you know, pretty much all black lives should matter, which we've talked about numerous times on the show. And, you know, she got dragged for that shit. Like, like she got dragged. Like, and this was a black group. Like, and they dragged her. Like, I felt so bad for her. Like, because it's it's not the same thing. I hate hearing that. Black is Black Lives Matter. But what about in our communities? No, it's not the same thing. What the fuck does that mean? Like, it's not. It is the same thing. If you thing. can't see that, then you are part of the problem. Because once again, as I always said, how can I expect somebody outside of my community to respect my culture, my black people, if I don't respect them myself? So if they don't matter to me, why the hell would they matter to somebody else? So it is the same um, same thing. It starts at home. It starts at home. Once we start showing respect for ourselves and the love for us as a community and come together as a community, then we can fight the battle against everybody else. But until then, it's one one battle. 
and we can't we and can't win no battle without the bodies. Like if we keep taking ourselves out, we have we don't stand a chance when it comes to that's less votes we got. That's just less fathers there. That's somebody that's less mothers there. Like it's just because now it's women. Like it ain't just men. Like women are getting killed. Like just like men. Like like our whole community like is being torn down from within. Like it's all gotta matter. I feel yeah. I feel just as much pain for Breonna Taylor as I do for all those people that got shot in Chicago at that funeral for no reason. Like, like all that shit is bad. Like it's all bad. Uh, NJ Rich says um, we have we have to use the personal agendas of people in, into a collective framework that can benefit all African Americans. But I don't even know what anybody's agenda. Like I know right now we want to do something with the police system. Like that's all I'm hearing about. But after that, then what? Like let's say they defund some things with the police thing. Like then, then what do we do? How how does that help us economically as a race or as a people? Once that's done, that's what I don't know. That's no, a good question. Like, so if we defund the police, where are we going to put that money? If, they're going into so, the community like yeah what then what right and then when when crimes do occur who we gonna call ghostbusters call rallo <laughs> he said wallow yeah we'll call him he gonna come outside with his fucking 44 44 and shit and um <laughs> say everybody get out the black that's gonna turn into the wild wild west oh, I, don't, I mean i'm gonna tell you um I, I, I'm not big on, I, well, let me, let me rephrase that. Since I've become a homeowner and an adult, I have found that in my four years living here, I've called the police more times since I've been here than I have in my life. And the reason why is because certain shit, I just don't want to address. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to be involved with. And see, my way of looking at it is this. If I go out there and address it, or I do something about it, then I'm the bad guy. I'm the one to go go to jail. Everybody else go home about their business, and I'm gonna be looked at as, damn, that was fucked up. That what he did. I let them go out there and handle the mess and do whatever they need to do, or what I, I mean, whatever. And everybody might say, damn, why he called the police? The the real question is, why the fuck do I have to call the police? Why aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Why aren't you acting like a, a human being? Why are you making so much noise at four o'clock in the morning and, and knocking shit over and, and fucking with people? Why are you doing that? You know what I mean? It just it just don't it, it doesn't make sense. Like we can't we can't um let me let me add another piece to this. As parents, parents have to take initiative to be able to control their children. My one of my biggest issues is that parents have absolutely no clue of where their children are mm. or what their children are doing in their communities and outside of their communities, which I still don't have a good understanding of that shit either. Now, if your parent is a drug addict or something, then okay, then I, I, you know, I got some sympathy as far as understanding why there's a gap there. But if your parent is not, if your parent does have a level of consciousness and understanding, I don't understand how these children are able to go out here and wreak havoc in the streets. Yesterday, I was in tra at the traffic light. This little boy popping a wheelie going down Bel Air Road in between the traffic. The fucking light is green. 
And we going, I, I pulled off. And in my mind, I'm saying, I'm running this little dumb ass over. That's what I said, right? He, he weaving the shit. And I said, now, if I run him over, I'm, I'm wrong, right? But if I, if I say, yo, sure, you, you know, it's, it's moving traffic, yo. You need to get out the street. Man, fuck you, yo. What you going to do? Such, such, such. That's not going to work, buddy. That ain't that ain't gonna work. Let me tell you what happened to me, and I'm and I and and I regret it now. So I was riding down Bel Air Road, and you know how people walk across the street like like they got a bump on their ass, right? Yeah. The dude was walking across the street like he ain't care. I smacked the shit out of his ass with the with the side view mirror. <laughs> I smacked the shit out of his ass. But guess what it did? Broke my fucking mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, I said, that's what I get. I said, that's that's exactly what I get. But, but see, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, oh, life will have you at a point where you're just like so tired. Well, you're tired of the conversation. You're tired of, you know, why people just can't act like they got some sense. Yo, we all, at some point in our life, you know, was getting crazy, you know, drunk or, or high or whatever. Yo, we never really... Fuck with people that wasn't in that same lifestyle that we were in. We didn't cause a whole lot of problems in the streets. We did shit to people that were in the same realm as us. Today, in this lifestyle and in in this life that we're living, yo, you could be walking to your to your car, and somebody never mind them robbing you because robbery is just that. They're gonna shoot you too. You know what I mean? Or beat you up. Or go in your house and take, you know, and take something out your house or do something to your kids or do something to your wife. And that shit just crazy. Like, like, why do I have to think like that? Why does every decision have to be life or death? Why do I always have to sit in my mind, think to myself, yo, you know what? I've come to my house many a times and I've said to myself, if a nigga walk up here now, he is not getting in my house. Mm-hmm. Period. I'm not letting him in my house. I don't care what he say. If he say, yo, I'm going to have to shoot you right here. Well, well, sure, you're going to have to shoot me that. You know what I mean? Because if you shoot me, at least somebody gonna find me out here at the door. If I let you go in this house right now, you gonna steal everything. And you still might bust me. So I don't, I don't like that idea. We gonna then just I'm gonna we gonna, for days before somebody find. Yeah, we gonna we gonna do whatever we need to do right here. Get it out the way. You know, and it's just it's just crazy. And if you got a family, oh my god, that's just intensified by ten times. Because you're saying to myself, if I let you in here, it's not just me. Now I'm protecting my children, I'm protecting my wife and everybody. And these young guys don't want to hear it. It's not about stealing. Because stealing is one thing. It's not about stealing. It's about the murder that comes with it. It's about the disrespect that comes with it. That's the that's the issue. People got robbed all the time when we were younger. These motherfuckers sure ain't did. get killed. They ain't get killed. But now... Shit, you get robbed, you're gonna get a bullet to go along with that. That uh, those fries they, look, they coming to kill you, they just gonna rob you just to have something, yeah, to take up off you. Yep, these motherfuckers are crazy for real. Well, we didn't hit our quota for the day. Uh, just real quick before we leave, NJ Rich, our guy, my man Nick, he says it's about shifting money into grassroots programs that are currently helping and, and allow them to grow those programs on a larger scale. I would like to see that, but we'll see where we end. Uh, Mac, you got anything before we roll out? Hey, 
Take care of yourself, man. Believe in yourself. Make something happen for yourself. I mean, like like Professor was saying, we gotta stop blaming the white man for our shortcomings. You know, it's, it's we if we believe in ourselves and we put effort, stop being lazy and actually focus on something and work towards something, you can get something done. So just believe in yourself. Don't be stagnant. Try to make something happen and keep moving. Live life, be happy. And we see people do it every day. Come from the bottom mm -hmm. to the top. Like it's all about that focus, Professor. Yes, sir. Anything? No, no sir. Good. You said enough. Yo, you're naughty. Killed a nigga that came in the house and all types of shit. <laughs> Get motherfuckers with the mirror and shit. God damn. Shit, that's mm -hmm. like his brains out with that mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Thank everybody for tuning in. We'll be back next Friday with King Arthur. Our guy, Arthur Lewis, will be on talking to us about his team of we. Uh, so we look forward to talking to Arthur next week. And then um, August the 7th, we'll be talking to Positive K again. So everybody, thank you for tuning in. Please continue to hit that share button and tell a friend to tell a friend about the Cooley and the, the Gang Cooley Show. You the Gang Show on Blockworks Radio. Enjoy your weekend, fellas. <laughs>